the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today, we're going to be talking about Christian patriotism, what it is, what it's not, and how we can walk in it in this crazy world we're living in. So stay with us. We'll be right back here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, The Christian View. Welcome to The Christian View. What a great audience we have today. Thank y'all for being here and thank y'all for at home for watching or if you're listening by radio or podcast, this is The Christian View. We take today's hot topics and challenging topics and weigh it against God's Word because God does have a view and He has a view for you. And I think now more than ever, we need to get God's Word out. We need to get the truth out so that people will know it because the truth sets us free. Before we get into our hot topic, which is on Christian patriotism, which is such a hard topic for me. Po- po- politics in general is hard for me. But before we get into that, let's talk. Let me introduce our guests. I have Deborah Ross. I thank you for being yeah. here. Pastor Lee Adams, thanks for being here. Monica Matthews and Amy Sutherland. Check out what they're doing. Their ministries are amazing. In addition to pouring into the Christian view, they are doing amazing things for the kingdom of God. So you'll want to stay connected with them as well. Well, our topic is Christian patriotism. And as I said, politics is, is a hard subject for me. It's hard for me to follow. It's hard for me to understand. And I I do the best I can. Um, And so as you're following along, get out your Bible and your pen. If you have questions, send those questions in and we will do our best to answer those as well. Um, You know, we grew up saying or saying the uh, American flag, pledge allegiance to the flag, pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, right? And so we know that we are supposed to honor our country, honor our government. But Lee, let's talk about, is there truly a place for patriotism in Christianity? Well, I would ultimately have to say yes. I think they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. You know, I think about the scripture, um, Psalms 33 and 12, where he says, blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord and that, you know, God has chosen us as his people. And I think that you can't have a balance. Now, we know that you can always go too far in anything. And I think that's what we have to respect. But God does want us to have this love and affinity for our country. Wrongs are wrongs, you know, and I'm not saying America is perfect, but I can't think of anywhere else in the world I'd rather live mm-hmm. than Amen. here, even with yeah. all of our flaws. So right. I'm taught to pray for my country, to pray for my leaders. And I think that that's what we should do, you know, because um, if we would make sure that we pray for them, then God will give them the guidance that when they're doing what they're doing, they will be fulfilling God's will. Right. Right. Yes. I think that's a good answer. Monica, you've, you've yeah. been in politics a long time. I have. 
you have. And in ministry. Yes. <laughs> a long time. Uh, my first radio program was uh, Faith, Life, and Politics. Mm-hmm. And now my show is Life, Love, and Liberty uh, nationally. And this is a very difficult, you're not the only one. Right. There are millions of you out there who are having a really hard time with politics, particularly right now. And it's okay. It's it okay is, that it we is. don't know, but it's not okay to stay uneducated. Correct. Right. And, it, and it's not okay to not understand that the author of liberty is who birthed us, right, right? from mm-hmm. his mind. And we like to say that we're a nation of ideas, and we are a nation of ideas, but we were first God's idea. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it, so for me, it becomes really simple to know that government is a godly construct. Mm-hmm. Politics is extraordinarily divisive, and it's destructive and completely unnecessary. This will surprise some right. of your audience. Mm-hmm. Politics is unnecessary when it comes to uh, the infrastructure of building a government, mm-hmm. particularly whenever you include God in the building of that government. Right, right. So it makes it a little bit easier, palatable for people to feel okay about involving themselves in something that inherently feels dirty. Right. Well, right? It, it does because you, you don't know who to believe. I don't know about you out there watching, but you turn on the TV and you don't know who to believe. You know, you were talking about false prophets and you have these people on TV, news anchors or whomever, and you don't know who to believe anymore. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, Trudy, patriotism is nothing more than the greatest commandment, which is love God, love people. Right. You know, if you love God and you love people, people are a nation. You know, you can be a people, a person, you can be a people, a group, you can be a people, a community, you can be a people, a a state, you can be a people, a nation, you can be a people, a world. Mm -hmm. And that's the greatest commandment commandment is to love God and love people. So I think patriotism is very important. Mm Very important. I think I think it is, yeah. and I think we still need to teach our children. Yeah, still need, to, and they are still doing the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. And in my son's school, he goes to a Christian school to the Christian flag as well, which I think is right. very important. Right, mm-hmm. it is. It's it, it is it's it's important to um, the foundational structure of the country as we see now. It's extremely divided, and one of the reasons why I believe it's so divided is because it wasn't until about five years ago that we saw the church actually show back up at the polls. Mm-hmm to exercise their voice, whether regardless of which side of the aisle you're on. It is a matter of if you are in pursuit of freedom for every man, because we are all created equal. There's one race, right? So if you are in pursuit of liberty for all, that is God's heart. And the only way to sustain and to curate liberty is to show up and exercise your right to vote in a free and fair election. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good that you point out because for a while, for a long while, I think Christians sat back. We sat on the sidelines. We didn't want to get involved in politics. We didn't want to, to let our voices be heard in that arena. Mm-hmm. And now we're trying to yeah. take it back. You know, the word says that um, when he created Adam, he said, now I want you to fill the earth mm-hmm. and I want you to take authority. And he said, you use the word subdue. Right. And he, he used the word govern. You know, and people are afraid of that and afraid of getting into politics, but yet it's a mandate that the Lord gave us. Yes. And it, it doesn't really have to be quote unquote politics, as you're saying, but for us to be involved in our government, in our nation mm-hmm. is absolutely vital because if our voice isn't the one making those mandates, then we are listening to the false prophets. Right, right. right. Absolutely. No, I think it's more important today more than ever for Christians to be involved in politics. And I think that's why we're having this conversation today. So we, you know that if you don't understand it, there's ways that you can get involved to understand it better. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Christian patriotism here at The Christian View. 
to the Christian View. We're talking today about Christian patriotism. And I mentioned earlier, this is a hard subject for me, as I'm sure it is for a lot of people. But you know, Amy, there's there's the Christian view, mm-hmm. and then there's the world's view. And I think about how they, they need to intertwine. But as Christians, are we at risk at putting our core values ahead of patriotism? That's a great question, Trudy. And, you know, I asked the Lord about this. I said, Lord, how, how do I answer this? Um, because there's a lot of different directions we can go in. And I'm going to tell you, the very first thing that I heard in my spirit was Exodus 23, which says that you shall have no other gods mm-hmm. besides me. Right. So I think in whatever we do, whatever era we're involved, we always have to have the Lord first. And right. there's always that risk no matter what. So we can't be afraid to get involved. But yet, we always put the Lord first. Secondly, Philippians 3.20 says that we're citizens of this state and the commonwealth and homeland which is in heaven and from it also we earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So we are first citizens now of heaven. So we rule and reign and we're positioned and seated in heavenly places from there which is where the battle has already been won. Right. Amen. And so Mm -hmm. from that place where we're seated we rule and reign with Christ. Right. But first we go to him and we, we, um, we worship him first. There's no other gods before him. And so as far as it being a risk, anything that we put before the Lord is a risk. Right. Becomes idolatry. Exactly. And, um, you know, our core values, the things that we have to look at is the Ten Commandments and the Beatitudes. Yes. And so even in their interaction that we're having with each other in maybe some of these things that get hot and heated, like politics, mm-hmm. blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit right, the earth. Right. You know, how are we handling it from that perspective? Are you acting as a Christian? Are you a person who is demonstrating the Beatitudes? Right. Are you a person that's keeping the Ten Commandments? Which is interesting you bring, bring up the Ten Commandments because we did a whole segment on the Ten Commandments recently and they, statistically, they said more people know what is in a Big Mac, the ingredients in a Big Mac, then they know what is in, what the Ten Commandments say. And so I do think, yeah. as believers, we need to get back to the basics. What do the Ten Commandments say? What, what does the Bible actually say? But you know, Deborah, I think sometimes and correct me if you think this is wrong, that, that we find our identity in what our nation is believing at the time. Like, we find our identity. We're so wrapped in what, what TV is saying, what's going on in the world, that we lose our identity to politics. Well, yes, I can see that. But I will tell you this, that um, I never was involved in, for lack of a better word, politics or governmental issues or even voting. I mean, I voted because my husband told me to vote. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But once I became a Christian and I started learning the Word of God and I started seeing the passion of, you know, the prophets of God and the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. then it was just a natural transition for me to care about my country right. in that way and to care about future generations. And I think exactly. that's the key is future generations. It's not about me, myself, right. and I, what I experience in this life, but what am I leaving for my children, exactly. my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Because the America as we know it may not be the same. That American dream that, you know, we grew up in our generation, the American dream, that's changing. Well, it's changed, but I'm believing God that it's going to change mm-hmm. back and not, not back to what it was, but back to something, something better, better than it ever was. Yeah, that's good. Yes. One yes. thing when you think about patriotism, you know, really for me, and, I, and I'm a gospel preacher, mm-hmm. and, uh, but I really feel like patriotism, when it's in its right form, helps to unite us more yes. to our Christian that's values. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to remember our country was founded, you know, right. one nation under, under God. God. 
right. and we're Praise supposed to be here, you know, worshiping God. Mm-hmm. We got so many different factions coming at us where, you know, the true and the living God as Christians is like, you know, some days I feel like I'm on edge, you know, that now I'm something's going to happen to me because I believe in God and I'm worshiping right. God. And, you know, we're allowing other things to come in and infiltrate. But this is what the country was founded on. And we had these religious liberties. And I'm not saying that other people can't worship who they want to worship. But if you're going to be in America, I think people need to understand this is the predominance here. When you come here, this is what you accept, you know, and I'm not preaching, you know, some kind of, you know, dogmatic type right. approach. Yeah, no, but right. I think that's just what our country is. You know, yes. I have no problem saying my pledge to allegiance exactly. to the flag. Mm-hmm. You know, the country, you know, I, I'm grateful for the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Are, are all our laws perfect? No. Right. But that's nowhere, you know. Exactly. But I think, you know, even Jesus recognized that because there was so many difference between the Gentiles, the Samaritans. Mm-hmm. He was a Jew. He knew he was a Jew. Right. He didn't lose his identity as being a Jew, but he used the love of God in country to unite all of them together. And I together. think that's it, yes. the love, the yes. love of God. And, I, you know, because if we were all the same, it, yes. we would be pretty boring if we all just believed the same, said the same things, you know, and that's why God created us so different. Yes. You know, oh, yes. go ahead. No, you're fine. Well, what I was going to say is that I think of Bible characters. What happens if they weren't involved mm-hmm. in their government right. or yes. politics? Yes. Yes. Think of Queen Esther, for instance. Right. Yes. Through her, a nation was saved, and it came through the lineage of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ wouldn't the have Lord. been born. What about um, Joseph? You know, King we David. have plenty of stories. Yeah. Yeah. King David. Yeah. <laughs> King David, yeah. Yes. And, you know, so we have uh, Joseph... Uh, if he didn't get involved in the government, yes, right. there would be famine in the land, mm-hmm. you know, and a restoration of family. I mean, so there's so many aspects that we can even look through the Old Testament into the New and see why we need to be involved. Exactly. Yes. And we were all created for such a time as this yes. so yes. that we could be involved and we could be the voice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Psalm 133.1 says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Yes. And, you know, and the whole thing is this. When you talk about government, when you talk about patriotism, when you talk about politics, the dirty word, mm-hmm. you know, it really all boils down to this. Everybody wants to be free. Amen. People come to America because they want freedom. And so we have to protect that freedom that God has given us and not allow, you know, strange gods, for lack of a better word, to come into our country mm-hmm. and to try to change our country because right. they're coming here to receive what we have. But if you come here, then you need to accept what we have, mm-hmm. you know, and not try to change what we have. Right. So we need to be very protective of what we have. It's, it's precious. Right. It's precious. And I think, as Amy yes. said, walk in that authority. Yes. You know, we yeah. take authority. This is our land. This is our country. And we yes. need to take authority in that position. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. We'll be right back with more on Christian patriotism here at The Christian View. Don't go away. We're talking today about Christian patriotism, and politics, again, is not my favorite topic. Um, I am learning and growing in it, y'all, but it is, it is it's a hard topic for me. So, um, so, Monica, let's just talk about what is the balance between our citizenship in heaven and our citizenship in our, for our country. Okay, so this is my daughter's ultimate wisdom. Mom, there's no such thing as balance. Mm. It's, priori- it's prioritizing. Okay. okay. So in order to not become uh, a zealot, not to be confused with zeal, right? We should all have zeal for the gospel, for liberty, the gospel of liberty, right? But in order not to become a zealot 
uh, whether a patriot, you know, a, a card-carrying Republican, flag-waving whatever, MAGA hat-wearing MAGA hat whatever, uh, in order not to become like so far fringe to the right, so far fringe to the left. You have to have priorities. As Christians, our number one priority should always be liberty and that of serving God first, period. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? So on my show of Life, Love, and Liberty, I'm always warning people about not I- idolizing man or woman, your politicians are not going to save you. We see that right Right, now. That is not happening. But I do want to read this because this is from our trusty Declaration of Independence. Mm -hmm. And this is really important because it puts things in perspective for people who are struggling with the nastiness of politics versus governance, right? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights... Governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, Mm -hmm. which is us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Yes. So uh, I started the show by saying to make the distinction between politics and government is extraordinarily important. Right. Mm -hmm. And to take the narrative back as people of the word, it is our mandate to use the words appropriately, right? right? So politics, think about that. Mm -hmm. Many bloodsuckers. Right. Super simple, break it down to what it is. And what do you see happening in politics? People sucking the blood out of each other, out of us, and our powers in the blood of Christ, Amen. right? Amen. And we're called yeah. to govern. That is a godly right. construct. So so when it comes to patriotism, you know, it's if you can keep the patriotism of, hey, I've, I'm going to be honest with you, and this is going to get me in trouble. I've never been a fan of American pride. Mm-hmm. Because I understand what that means. Right. Yes. Yeah. I am a fan of American gratitude. Yes. yes. So that whenever yes. you're looking out to the world, mm-hmm. to other nations, you're not so puffed up about yes. what right. you That's have. Yes. You understand that it's only by the grace, grace of God of that God. we have yes. what we have. Yes. And we can extend that grace and mercy to others and assistance. Mm-hmm. Also protecting our own borders, which God has graced us with. Exactly. Yes. Right. I yes. love that, Monica. Yes. Um, Lee, you see, you are in church, and so yes. how do you how do you handle that when it comes up in church? Well, I think that we I just take people back to the Word. Mm-hmm. You know where the Bible tells us in First Timothy chapter number two, verse one through four. I exhort therefore that first of all supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, mm-hmm. that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life right. in godliness and honesty. God wants us to pray for our leaders. Yes, you know, um, I think that you know. We understand in Scripture in Romans it tells us that, you know, that when we have leaders, they can be a terror, you know, at certain times. But Mm -hmm. prayer does still change things. So I think that ultimately the ultimate balance is, you know, um, balance, priority, God first, Mm -hmm. you know, then our country. You know, if we keep that going, I think we'll ultimately strike the right priorities and we'll understand as a nation that this is what we should be striving for. Because God appoints the the the, pe- the people yes. in authority. So mm-hmm. God appoints them. And so we can't oppose them. We are supposed to, like yes. you said, pray mm-hmm. for them. Pray for them. You know, yes. we may not understand what he's doing when yes. he appoints mm-hmm. certain people, but we can still and are called to well, pray for there's them. A common, there's a common uh, saying in, in government and in politics, which is, and, and really in, from where I come from in my faith studies as well, that you can always tell the people by their leadership. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. right. 
And so God, I think, gives us the leaders that we, quote, deserve exactly. uh, because based on the condition of our hearts. Yes. Yes. Now, yeah. now, I'll say that with a full disclaimer of we also live in a day and age of technology mm-hmm. and people do have the ability. We've done it for decades across the globe mm-hmm. where we have interfered with other people's elections for right. a myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. Yes. Some good, some not so good. Yes. And so it is possible for that to happen. And it's, and it's incumbent upon us to understand the systems and our technology so that we quit slinging stuff on each other right. yes. in complete ignorance about how systems work yes. with regard to governance, yes. particularly in this country, because technology has changed. Yes. But our hearts should always remain pliable. But don't you think that's just, you know, a tool of the enemy to bring all that division, chaos, and confusion in? And he, you know, looks like he's winning a lot of times when there's so much chaos and confusion. We had an episode before where we were saying, you know, you can't even rely on the media, you know? And so, but the enemy wants to come in, as it says in John 10, 10, to kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. And yeah, like I never subscribe to cancel culture. Yeah. I'm like, the Bible says, it doesn't say he came to cancel you. Yeah. Yeah, he came exactly. to kill you, <laughs> to steal right, from you, right. and to destroy you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, Trudy, yeah. when you mentioned this topic for this segment, the first thing that came to my spirit was the Lord's Prayer. Right. Thy kingdom come, Amen. thy will be done yes. in earth yes. as it is in heaven. Yes. Love it. So yeah. you can't separate the two. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. Yes. Because Jesus taught us to pray that way. Right. Yeah. So we need to bring the kingdom of God to the earth. And how do we do that? The only way we know in this life uh, is through our government, through our communities, through our church life, through our families, mm-hmm. sure. you know, but there's all that order. God likes order. He does. He's, He's a, a God, God of order, order, not chaos. You know? Yeah. 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 Right. So, you know, on yeah. that note, um, Deb, in Hebrews 12, I've been meditating on this a lot. And it, it's saying that once and for all, that there's going to be removal of things that are shaking of the old order. Mm-hmm. So that was one... Uh, so that what is unshakable will remain. Mm-hmm. Since we are receiving our rights to an unshakable kingdom, we should be extremely thankful, going back to thankfulness, and offer God the purest worship that delights his heart as we lay down our lives in absolute surrender. Mm-hmm. So I think it goes back to yeah. that kingdom-mindedness right, right. of being heavenly-minded mm-hmm. and yet still instituting knowing that we're trying to get his will done from up here into yes, this earth right. realm because yes. he's shaking it up. And I yeah. think there's that saying, it says, don't be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good you know we need to we need to take what the lord is telling us and then we need to implement it in our society Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think we can be passive christians anymore we can't just sit on the the sideline waiting for someone else to Mm -hmm. to do the work for us god's called us we're called to 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 govern our jurisdiction right which we talked about in another you know segment right um that the jurisdiction is ours and we are seated in the spirit in heavenly places but he has positioned us here because the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof. yes yes and you know what i love is god speaks the same thing to all his children. You know, there's such a unity even among us and we didn't know what we were each going to say. No, no. We never do, which is the beauty of God. You know, we're staying in prayer and and meditation. God will speak to us all. So stay with us. We'll be right back with more here on The Christian View. Don't go away. We've had a great discussion today on Christian patriotism. God has a view, and I want you to make sure that you get out your Bible, read your Bible, stay in communion with Him because He wants to talk to you. He wants to show you things. He wants to share things with you because He loves you. So stay connected to God's Word. We'll see you next time here on The Christian View. Bye-bye.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.